0: we continue our study of Paul's letter to the Ephesians. It is time to turn your attention to an important message from God's Word, usually ignored in most preaching. You should be concerned to make sure you truly believe, but you should also be zealous to know about the spiritual blessings you have when you are in Christ. Please listen to Pastor Jim as he presents the slice of today's message entitled, every spiritual blessing. Now I want to give you a little stimulation to blessings experienced. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Now think back to those two different words. They have overlapping meanings, but they have distinct meanings as well. Those two words for blessed Eulagetas, the one that's used here, means blessed in the inner character sense. And therefore, when that's bestowed upon you, it is granted to you directly from God, and there's no other way to get it. It's based on who He is and what He has done for you in Christ. That other word, makarios, blessed, means blessed in the sense of an experiential blessing in your daily life. That's why it's closer to the idea of happy or prospering. We are blessed because God has imparted to us blessings which flow from His character. Now, maybe you're thinking that you are blessed in this spiritual sense, but when it comes down to real life, You just don't have those blessings in practical ways in your life. Well, let me show you what will turn that on for you, that will cause you to continually be tapping into this wellspring of every spiritual blessing. I decided to preach on Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, thought of it during the first service last Sunday, that I wanted to do this to connect this with the end of the Sermon on the Mount. The end of the Sermon on the Mount, that's the great place for hellfire and brimstone because it's got hellfire and brimstone in it, okay? And this is the way to say, in Christ, when Jesus says, I'll give you rest for your souls. I wanted to talk to you about the part of being a Christian that isn't stay away from the hellfire and brimstone. It's the part where you say, I'm at rest. Now, what can God do through me? So I'd like to take you back to the other end of the Sermon on the Mount. And you'll see how you can take these blessings that are intrinsic to your salvation that flow from the character of God and you can turn them into daily blessings. Look, when you take someone who is dead in sin, separated from God, alienated, and you make them reconciled, joined, and alive, there's going to be a change. That's a radical transformation. You are a new creature in Christ. I wanted to help you learn how to practice your new creatureliness. So come with me to the passage that is famous for describing blessings, blessed are. We call them the Beatitudes. We we lingered there and took every single Beatitude uh, one at a time. But just think back through these, and I want to suggest to you this is what you practice, this is what you aim for, this is how you want to live in the world. I had a friend years ago that was working his way through the, the book of Philippians, and he was actually writing a book it turned into a little uh, simple commentary and devotionals on uh, on the book of Philippians. And he said, "Okay, how do I approach this? Do I say this is who you are in Christ, or I just say, or do I say this is how you should live in Christ? What should be my theme here?" And I said, "Both." They're inseparable. And he said, well, if I'm telling people how to live, aren't I in essence saying fake it till you make it? You know, just pretend that you are this and maybe you'll become that. Well, as long as you don't think live this way and you might become a Christian, that's not what it means. But there is a sense in which you say, I know who I am in Christ. I know his will for me in this world. So I'm going to live that way whether I feel like it or not. That's the point. And so, if you want to, on this earth, experience the unfolding of every blessing, every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, and you want to be a blessing to other people, well, here's what to do. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Recognize that you are spiritually bankrupt. If you're not going to unfold the spiritual blessings in the heavenlies, if you think you still have to work for them. You can work all you want. You won't get them. They're only given as part of the package, which is the free gift of God in Christ, which is eternal life. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. You need to learn to have the perspective to mourn over your sinfulness. You say, well, I'd be mourning every day. Yeah, right. If we confess our sins, present tense, if we are in the habit of constantly confessing our sins, saying what God says about sins, He's faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Confess that you are grieved by your sin as God is grieved by your sin. Next, Jesus said, Blessed are the gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. Uh, allow God to turn your pride into His gentleness. His meekness is the other way that that word often gets translated in English. Blessed, Jesus says, are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. You want to unfold the spiritual blessings and the heavenlies in Christ that are yours? Develop a, a, a hunger, an appetite for the Word of God so that you will know righteousness. How do you develop an appetite for it? Eat it. Find out that it's good for you and eat it some more and eat it some more. And finally, you'll feel deprived if you go a day and don't eat anything. Then Jesus said, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Seek to be merciful to God. You can't do that on your own because your flesh will scream, I want vengeance. Ah, but God wants to grant mercy. As you've received mercy, He wants to grant forgiveness as you've been forgiven. So agree to be His conduit by His grace. And then He says, Blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Keep your heart open to God. Learn to desire what He desires for you. You know there's rottenness in your heart. And every time you uncover a piece of it, bring it to the Lord. Know that Christ died for you because of that. Then Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. When you're in a situation where there isn't peace, seek to be the solution instead of furthering the problem, and then, no, the one you've got to love, blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. If you're going to live as a citizen of the kingdom of heaven in the domain of darkness, all the blows that are dealt out by a Christ-hating world that can't get to Christ, are going to land on those who look the most like Him. And that's His people. Remember, that, that narrow gate leads to the hard way. Now you noticed, all of those have a formula. Blessed are those who... And then, for theirs is, or for they will... When we went through the Sermon on the Mount, I pointed out to you, there's an emphatic pronoun there. They and they alone will inherit the kingdom of heaven. They and they alone will will see the light. They and they alone. And so I said back in those days, if this doesn't describe you, you can't say you're a Christian. And somebody told me, well, you're preaching salvation by works then. I have to do all these things in order to be saved. No, I, that's the opposite of what I said. You can't do all these things. You can't do any of these things to any significant effect at all unless you are changed. Because you have to tap into what is from God and God alone. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies. Now, you can get that far in the Beatitudes, and you can say, Yeah, boy, uh, bless, bless those people that have been persecuted, you know, sick them. And then he gets personal. Blessed are you. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad. For your reward in heaven is great. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. My friends, this world is not the end. The gate is here. Choose the right gate. The, the, the way begins here. Choose the right way. And it's the narrow way. It's the, it's the constricted way. But understand, this isn't where you get the payoff. Leave it to God to vindicate you it may or may not have anything to do with this world but counted a blessing to suffer for him if you would like this message on compact disc let me know and we'll send it to you you'll receive the entire message not just the portion on today's program